This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So often you're kind of taught that you're never supposed to bite the hand that feeds you. And yet, that is generally because people are terrified you'll win. With that in mind, I'm Sean Ferrick for What Culture, and here are 10 actors who sued the studios. Number 10, Harry Shearer, Studio Canal Universal Music. This is Spinal Tap. The rockumentary This is Spinal Tap from the 1980s remains one of the funniest movies ever made about what goes on on a band in tour, the mysterious deaths of all of those drummers. It's a good crack. However, in 2016, Harry Shearer filed a suit against Universal Music and Studio Canal for merchandising and rights to the music from the film. You see, Shearer, Reiner, Guest, and Michael McKean had all been creative when it comes to the music in the film, in which case it was their property and they had not, according to Shearer, seen more than $200 from it. The case was a success for Shearer. It was actually, they ruled in favor of this team. Now that meant that the rights for the music reverted to this creative team, which means it's possible we might get a This Is Spinal Tap 2 at some point in the future, but it also meant that they rightfully started to get revenue from the work that they had created. Number nine, Timothy Hurl, Netflix, Stranger Things, The Drive-In Experience. In 2020, actor Timothy Hurl filed a suit against Netflix, citing issues in terms of safety on the set of the Stranger Things Drive-In Experience. This was a tie-in to obviously go with the show, and particularly they had recreated some scenes from the third season. Initially, Hurl was cast as a demigorgon, but when he started to talk about his worries about some of the safety measures on set in regards to COVID-19, he was abruptly changed to cast member in hazmat suit, according to his complaint. Then, once he started to bring to light the fears that people had about carbon monoxide poisoning from being so close to all of the cars at this drive-in experience, he alleges that he was unceremoniously dumped from the show via Zoom based on what he calls a bogus claim that he had made a woman feel uncomfortable on set. This case is still ongoing. Number eight, Sylvester Stallone, Warner Brothers, 
Demolition Man. Sylvester Stallone brought a suit against Warner Brothers, citing loss of income based on the contracts that had been negotiated around Demolition Man and a few other movies that he'd been involved in. Now, his claim says that he was due 15% of the gross income from at least Demolition Man. Warner Brothers countered with they had already paid him, what was this about? Go away and leave us alone. I'm paraphrasing slightly. He then countered with they had paid him up until 97 and then nothing until 2014, which is when he complained initially for the first time. They countered with this was all attention grabbing and headline grabbing and he should be happy with what he was given. Just as things were starting to heat up, it was settled out of court with neither party elaborating on what had been agreed to. Looks like this is done so we'd best move on. Number seven, Crispin Glover, Universal Pictures, Back to the Future 2. This is one of the more famous of the, you know, recent-ish lawsuits that have plagued Hollywood. I say recent, the last 40 years, we'll say. Crispin Glover did not return for Back to the Future Part 2, as he had obviously played George McFly in Back to the Future Part 1. There's been several reasons cited throughout the years, and in a recent interview he said that it was really his problem with the ending of the script. He and Zemeckis vehemently disagreed on the ending. They parted ways. However, his character appeared in the sequel and through the use of several blockings, face masks, depicting the character this way, that way, and some stock footage, the film makes it look as though Crispin Glover is still in the movie. Glover took them to court. Not only did he win, but there is also now a clause in actors' contracts that prevents this exact thing from ever happening again. So Glover did not just win for himself, but he also struck a victory for all actors in the industry. Number six, Robin Williams, Gold Circle Films, Cop Out, A Couple of Dicks. This one, unfortunately, did not go the way that the Robin Williams estate wanted it to go because Robin Williams alleged that he had been on a pay or play deal when it came to the making of a film, A Couple of Dicks. Now that meant that whether or not the film got made, he still got paid, didn't happen, and it was thrown out of court. So you would be thinking, God, why is that taking up a spot on this list? Well, it's because it's kind of a funny story. So the film was eventually released as Cop Out. Now, it starred Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan, and it was directed by Kevin Smith. Why is that interesting? Smith says it was one of the most soul-crushing experiences of his life working with Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis countered with Smith was so high the entire time that he couldn't work with him. Really, the bit about the lawsuit is probably not the most important bit here. It really just seems like it was a bloody awful film to work on. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Number five, Faison Love, Universal Pictures, Couples Retreat. Faison Love might be most recognizable to people as the gruff boss in Elf, but he was also in the 2009 film Couples Retreat. You wouldn't know that if you have been looking at the posters overseas. And that is where this lawsuit stems from. Love brought a case against Universal Pictures saying that all people of color had been removed from promotional material overseas. Initially, things looked like it were, you know, it was going to be, try to be a quick fix. Universal Pictures said, look, we'll get rid of that poster, the one without him in it. And also they will give him, you know, career making roles, be grand, love, be grand. Didn't happen. And in fact, his complaint alleges Universal straight up lied to him. Now things were getting pretty serious. Love was trying to fast track depositions from other witnesses. Universal Pictures were gearing up their own defense team. And then almost as suddenly as it came, it was gone again, settled out of court. And everyone seems to be keeping pretty quiet about the details. Number four, Terence Howard, 20th Century Fox, Empire. This one's a bit of a weird one. Terence Howard brings a suit against 20th Century Fox and Empire for the use of his likeness in promotional material for the show Empire. Initially, Fox counters with, in your contract, you signed the rights to your likeness for promotional materials for this show over to us. What's your problem? Howard countered with, that's right, I did. I'm paraphrasing everything. He says, that's right, I did. Promotional material created for this show. The image that he took issue with, which he says is a flipped and altered image that he took for Hustle and Flow, not Empire. Therefore, he said he had not given permission for the use of this particular image. I mean, technically he's right. It is a bit of a weird one though. Number three. Sharon Stone, MGM, Andrew Vanya, and Mario Casar, Basic Instinct 2. In 2001, MGM announced that the then upcoming sequel to Basic Instinct was going to be put on hold indefinitely. The same day, star Sharon Stone filed a suit against the producing team in the studio saying that she had been promised $14 million for taking part and also as part of that 14 million, she was suing for lost revenue for projects she had turned down so that she could appear in the film. Now, MGM had countered with basically, once Michael Douglas had passed on returning for the sequel, they were convinced the film was dead. They thought Stone was not enough of a box office draw at that point that they could guarantee Basic Instinct 2 was gonna be a success. Besides, they also said that the producing team had moved on to other projects, which at the time was Terminator 3. The film did eventually end up getting made. That is effectively how Universal got Stone to drop the lawsuit. However, judging by the reviews of that film, hmm, don't quite know if we can call that one a victory. Number two, Scarlett Johansson plus others. Now the news is coming out that Scarlett Johansson has sued Disney for loss of earnings over their decision to release Black Widow 
on their Disney Plus streaming service as well as theatrically. This, the lawsuit claims, has directly led to Scarlett Johansson receiving far less than what she was originally promised in her contract because her salary was said to be based on box office receipts. Now, Disney have released quite a scathing reply to this, which basically says it was, you know, poor form to sue over this in the current climate. However, this has kind of opened the door a little bit to some more news that's coming to us now. Apparently, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt are seeking to basically get compensation from Paramount over what they feel is lower than expected salaries for A Quiet Place 2, which of course was meant to go specifically to theatrical release and now it's available online. Also coming out this week is that Jared Butler is suing over his 2013 film Olympus Has Fallen in a case of alleged Hollywood accounting he feels that he is down 10 million in profits from the film. Now, of course, with all this happening, this could then just be the floodgates opening. Former reporter for The Hollywood Reporter, Matt Belloni, has speculated in a recent newsletter that Emma Stone may be the next one to sue Disney over lower than expected box office receipts and salary for her film Cruella, which despite doing very, very well with critics, obviously has pulled in slightly less than expected. It seems like it's a fairly crazy time to be an accountant in Hollywood at the moment. Number one, Olivia de Havilland, Warner Brothers, the studio system. Olivia de Havilland is the original boss when it comes to Hollywood. She was, until her death in 2020, the last surviving true star of the golden era of Hollywood. She in the 1940s successfully brought down the studio system that had really not been working in actors' favors. Specifically, she had a massive problem with the way contracts were negotiated. California Labor Code section 2855 stated that over a seven year period, whatever the studio wanted you to do for seven years, you were at their beck and call. Now, in the 1920s, 30s and 40s, Hollywood lawyers had successfully managed to interpret that law to say it was seven years in total. What's important about that is that they wanted seven years, seven times 365 days of work out of the actors. In a perfect world, nobody works 24 seven. So this meant that these contracts could extend for years and years and years until they had fulfilled the seven times 365. On August the 23rd, 1943, de Havilland sued Warner Brothers. In a landmark decision on December the 8th, 1944, the California Court for Appeal of the Second District ruled that the common sense law stated that it was seven calendar years for the beginning of contracts, not seven consecutive years. You cannot overstate how important this is for Hollywood. It brought down that original studio system. And despite Hollywood boss Jack Warner's best efforts, de Havilland's career did not suffer because of this. She was quickly snapped up by Paramount Pictures, which led to her getting her first Best Actress Oscar in 1946-47 for To Each Their Own. Olivia de Havilland won, Hollywood studio system, nothing. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.